TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to ChairShot Radio and the road to WrestleMania. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. And I am joined by none other than the kingpin himself of thechairshot.com. He's he's also uh, he's also a promoter, a wrestling promoter. I don't know if you know that. I thought I'd jump in on that joke. Um, it's Greg DeMarco. Hi, Mr. DeMarco. You, you might as well jump in on that joke. Everybody else does. So, <laughs> it, and, and I am also a wrestling promoter. But no, I'm excited. This is fun. You know, as, as you guys said on DWI and, and I'm sure lots of people said on different podcasts, it is the most wonderful time of the year to be a wrestling fan. It's the road to WrestleMania. And, you know, why not talk about it? That's what we do best. So let's combine some great things and bring them all together. It's WrestleMania most, season, baby. Most definitely. Most definitely. And then you talked about a couple different shows. We got the Greg DeMarco show, DWI podcast. We got Three Man Weave. We got Bandwagon Nerds. We got, is it is it Cake? Kike? What, what the fuck? How do you pronounce it? I think that? it's Kiki. Kiki. I think it's Kiki. There's Kiki. a picture of a piece of cake on the logo, yeah. so I think that's part of it. It's an anime yeah. show, if you don't know what we're talking about. And if you do know what we're talking about, you're yelling at your listening device right now saying, these morons do not even know how to pronounce that word. But anyway, we still and have exactly it. exactly right. We still have it there for you. That's all ChairShot Radio Network. You can find that on thechairshot.com and on all your favorite streaming platforms. Greg. Last night was awesome. I don't care what any if anybody can bash whatever you want, but that was freaking great. I had a great time last night. It was. It was a great time. It was enjoyable. It, it was the Royal Rumble. I mean, it, it's a, it's a great Royal Rumble event. No wrestling show is going to be perfect to anybody, especially a WWE show because it's a variety show aimed towards all different types of audiences. So it can't be perfect in anybody's imagination. But I liked it. I enjoyed it. I watched it super late last night. Um I managed to keep, you can see my review on the chairshot.com. I literally only had three things spoiled for me and, and they were, you know, one I predicted anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. And, and besides that, it was small things, no results. And yeah, it was, it was enjoyable, highly enjoyable for me. So I have no complaints whatsoever about the kickoff to the road to WrestleMania. Excellent. I'm going to tell you what I popped hardest for, uh, th- for during the entire show. And then you can think about what, what you did. Um, Fucking bad bunny, bro. I mean, this dude, he gets it and he gets it fucking done. He is just a freaking I I love Bad Bunny. I freaking love him in professional wrestling. He is freaking amazing. I don't know a ton of his music from what I've heard I liked. I don't know a ton about him really other than that, but that he's been really respectful of the craft and the business. And man, he he makes me have fun watching him on TV. In wrestling, he, he's living the dream, man. He really is. And it's interesting because one of the things that we can talk about, they did a good job of revealing some surprises ahead of time, but keeping some surprises in their back pocket, which we figured they would do. 
I wish they hadn't tweeted or put on Instagram that Bad Bunny was there. I didn't they know. They randomly showed a picture of like him and The Undertaker and whatever, and that's fine. And he could have been visiting, and they could have leaked out, you know, he's just backstage visiting or whatever. But that kind of gave away that he was there. But it was still a great moment. What's interesting, and I don't know much about his tour schedule, and I don't know much about the, the city of St. Louis. He did not get a big reaction initially when he came out. And I was surprised by that because 44,000 people, you would think that Bad Bunny would get a bigger reaction. But then in the ring, he got a big reaction. And I think there's just – it's just the perfect storm. Like he exposes the business in some of the things that he does, especially the the, the Puerto Rican destroyer. Because that was all all that. Really. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but it works because it's Bad Bunny. And, you know, exposing the business is supposed to be frowned upon and everything else. But this works for Bad Bunny. I had no problem with it. And, yeah, to me, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his appearance. Um, I don't, I'd have to look at the tour schedule and see if he's going to be involved in WrestleMania. My guess is no. But overall, I mean, it's it's that's what Royal Rumble is all about. You know, you talk about him exposing the business. I think that's only mechanically, in my opinion, because like the way he reacts to things and the way he sells and the facial, you know, you, you, they always say if you're a fan, it's easier for you to learn what you're supposed to do, you know, to make it believable to the audience, right? And I, I feel like he gets that. So I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I pop so hard. What I'll did give you, you? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you one interesting perspective on Bad Bunny. That'll be surprising. Okay. Bad Bunny and Tony Khan are not that different. They've both worked wherever they are into life, taken advantage of it, and gotten into pro wrestling. Just in completely different ways, one that I respect more than the other. But it's – yeah, <laughs> they're they're both living the dream. Sure. They both don't need this. They both have the money and, and the stroke to find their way in, and here they are. But I thought it was a perfect opportunity for Bad Bunny. There was no interaction that he had to set anything up. For the future, no. so maybe he, you know, I know he's got his tour coming up. Um, maybe he's more of a WrestleMania 39 thing, but and, and I knew you knew after WrestleMania we weren't done with the guy. Sure. So I'm excited. I thought it was a great, great surprise appearance by by Bad Bunny. Better than pretty much any unannounced surprise outside of Ronda Rousey in the women's world on the match. We all seen that coming though. What did you pop hardest for, or what was second hardest if Bad Bunny was number one for you as well? Um. See, I didn't know, just to preface it too, I didn't know Bad Bunny was going to be there. I tried to stay away from almost everything yeah. day of. I saw the picture of Bad Bunny and that was it, but that didn't mean he was going to work. But sure. but still, it was like he came out and it was it was fun. Um, honestly, I'm trying See, to think it, of what I popped I didn't hardest know, for. I didn't know Melina was going to be there. I thought that was pretty sweet. And Melina coming in at number two, like normally you don't get, I mean, I think Jared or Jeff Jarrett was number two a few years ago with Elias, but... Honestly, even though I knew it was all coming, it wasn't real until Mickey James actually came out wearing the Impact yep, Knockouts did. Championship with the Impact Knockouts Champion on the name graphic. And and like I wrote it in my report, bravo Scott Demore because he put that whole thing together in Impact Wrestling and they leveraged everything they could. And and I thought it was great and Mickey had a great showing. Um, she came out with the belt like you said she would. I did keep track. It was very interesting to me because Otis came out with a belt. Chad Gable came out with a belt. Mickey came out with a belt. Dana Brooke did not come out with her belt. Shinsuke Nakamura came out with his belt. Damian Priest did not come out with it. It was just weird who came out with belts and who didn't and how they decided on that. But uh, Shinsuke was number two, so I got him coming out with the belt. But then Otis and Chad Gable did, but Damian Priest didn't. 
Dana Brooke didn't, but I guess that makes sense because they didn't want, you know, the focus to be on people trying to win that title. I forgot it existed until last night. So it was, you know, fun, fun there. And, and they had a little exchange with Reggie. Um, yeah, but, but overall, I do think the Mickey James spot, even though you knew it was coming, it got me. It was like, okay, that's, they actually did it, you know, with the belt and everything else. She didn't get her match on Raw like I wanted, but, um, but they did. They, I think they maximized that. I really do. Let's talk about. Uh, we can circle back a little bit to, to the Rumble winners, but I want to. I want to talk about how you feel about how they got the belt off of Brock and onto Bobby. Did you Did you like what they did there? That it was actually Roman that came out and did it. I do. Um, we didn't see the Usos at all. No. Last night, unless there was a promo that I fast forwarded through. But overall, I liked how they did it. It made sense for it to be Roman. It's almost like the Usos, maybe they should have changed the stipulations where they couldn't appear at all, but I'm sure, you know, they wanted to have that in case they needed it. It made sense for Roman to do it. Um, I did. They didn't have to do the Paul Heyman thing at the Royal Rumble, but here's the deal. that This was all supposed to go down at day one anyway, and and it was supposed to get, get us to Brock and Roman and Paul Heyman back with Roman Reigns should have all taken place by now anyway. And so they were just getting back to it and, and getting back to where it was supposed to be. It, it, it wasn't even, I know you guys talking about the injury to McIntyre, the injury to McIntyre had nothing to do with it. The COVID, Roman's COVID diagnosis screwed up everything. And it gave us these two great matches that we all, always wanted to see in, in, you know, modern day Seth Rollins and modern day Roman Reigns and modern day Bobby Lashley and modern day Brock Lesnar. But this is back where we're supposed to be. We're back to Roman and Brock, which is always supposed to be the plan to main event, likely night two of WrestleMania. And here we are. It got us back to where we need to be. And I still am not used to Bobby Lashley being a top guy. And it's not an insult to Bobby Lashley. I'm just still in the mode of last year where I just never thought it was going to happen. And I'm glad it did. He had a recent interview on the Pat McAfee show. He's outstanding. And, and I love Bobby Lashley. So I'm glad he's the one they're doing it with. And he keeps benefiting from these things. But overall, I like where we are. I'm a little confused on the Raw side. and We can talk about that in a little bit. But the SmackDown side is definitely, in terms of the men's title pictures, is definitely straightened out. So we had three title matches and a mixed tag match. Which one did you enjoy most uh, in the ring as, as, a, as a wrestling match in and of itself? Oh, Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, by far. It had to go on early. It was the best match of the night, and, and I thought the women's Royal Rumble match was the second best, best match, match of the night, so it kind of flowed from there. Um, but but it was just a brilliant performance. Rollins is amazing. He, he's literally at the peak of his career right now. We're seeing him doing his best work. Just I, the, the, I didn't expect the shield breakup to be the the mental chink in Roman's armor. So Honestly, to speak. I forgot about that, and I, I don't know why, because that's probably next to Bad Bunny, Seth coming out. Yeah. To in gear and to that theme, like I think I I tweeted out uh, Sierra Hotel instantly. I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is fucking great. I'm like, as soon as it hits and you see the look on Roman's oh, yeah. face, yeah, he comes through the crowd. Just, and they're great storytellers. Yes. Roman Reigns is, is is one of the best storytellers in wrestling, but so is Seth Rollins. And Did, were the Rollins. Were, so let me ask you something: Were the two best wrestlers in the world in that ring last night together in that match? They may have been. They, they may have been. I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out, but, I mean, they, they could be the two best wrestlers in the world, which is sad because Rollins deserves a WrestleMania main event. And I don't know when he gets it. 
because we're going to continue to have women main event one night and men main event another. They can't once they've went there, they can't go back. And, you know, Roman and Brock are going to main event night two. Rollins, I think, is going to get a big spotlight. We can talk about that. But, um, yeah, I just yeah, they, they could be Rollins is it sounds weird to say this. The guy has been, you know, he just wrestled the biggest star in the world on on the biggest stage at the time. I still think he's criminally underrated. Becky Lynch moving towards WrestleMania. Is that, you know, the ending of that women's rumble doesn't lead you to believe that Ronda is going to be challenging Becky here. It doesn't, which is surprising because when I predicted that Ronda was going to win, I assumed that Becky was the That's match. That's what everybody said, um, right? And I figured we all said it too. And on I figured DWI. whoever, whoever eliminated Charlotte would set up Charlotte's match for WrestleMania. I really wonder what all the lead of fuss was about now with, but we have a, you know, stadium to fill in Saudi Arabia. So who knows that could be a match in Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, it's, it's surprising because you didn't need to have her eliminate Charlotte, you know, because you could tell two stories there and, and, and do that. But I do think that we're going towards Ronda versus Charlotte. I'm sure Fox wanted Ronda on, on SmackDown. So that makes a lot of sense too. Um, and it does leave things open for Becky Lynch, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was going to be Ronda and, and, and Becky for sure. I'm a little afraid that they somehow work their way back into another triple threat. And I really hope they don't because I don't want to see that. But what it about, wouldn't shock me if they did another triple threat match. Becky and Asuka, Becky and Bailey, Becky and Sasha. Asuka didn't return. And that's something the Internet told us. Um, I think we're going to get Becky and Bianca at WrestleMania at this point. Um and then I do think there'll be something out. There's going to be another women's match that takes place at WrestleMania. SmackDown was really set up for not Ronda Rousey because you had Sasha Banks come back. You had the Lita involvement plus Charlotte Flair. And and on Raw, you, you don't have as much going on because Liv Morgan, she had the Royal Rumble run and, and the long run in the Royal Rumble. But then her elimination wasn't a big deal. So I'm a little worried about that. Um, we do have Oscar coming back. We have Shayna Baszler. There's a lot of women right now, despite all the releases, that are kind of right there. So, so what they do once Rousey's situation is official, and it's probably going to be sooner than later, um, then I'm going to be interested to see what happens. Friday, right? Probably Friday, unless they stretch it out to beyond Elimination Chamber, which is possible. I did see reports that Rousey would appear on both Raw and SmackDown at times. So, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they will milk that a little bit because it's Ronda Rousey, and they sh- probably should, to be fully honest with you. She should probably be on Raw tomorrow night, or yeah, tomorrow night. I'm okay with that. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into Bobby Lashley. Well, no, let's 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 talk about the winners. No, we're talking about Ronda Rousey. Where does this? I mean, this this puts her legacy even farther up from where now she got Royal Rumble winner on her belt, right? I mean, yeah. How long do you think she stays around? I mean. I bet you she's here to SummerSlam. I could see SummerSlam too. And that's, and that's the interesting thing that I thought about, about Rhonda and Becky, because I assumed Rhonda and Becky, just like you did, just like everybody did. And here's the thing that I have to remind myself. And I feel like I have to remind everybody else. We've got at minimum four stadium shows this year between Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank is now a stadium show. And, and of course, SummerSlam. So that's why we do, Seth and Roman and and Brock and and Bob at Royal Rumble because it's a stadium show. That's why we're going to do, you know, I could see Becky and Ronda taking place at Money in the Bank. It's a stadium show. They got to fill a stadium. I could see it at SummerSlam. So it's not just WrestleMania anymore. 
in, in a stadium, the, the, the big four, as they kind of are, and we'll see what happens with Survivor Series, make it a big five again. They, they all need big money matches. So I do think we're going to get that, but I think that's a good timeline. I think we could see Ronda through, uh, through, through the run to, to SummerSlam again. Ronda's like Brock in terms of the schedule to me. Oh God, to be yeah. honest with you. for sure. Well, and then and she should, she should be though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Today, there's not really much to discuss about Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble and what he's going to do. Um, that's something we'll be talking about as we continue to do this on the actual Road to WrestleMania. You'll be able to listen to uh, Road to WrestleMania, Chairshot Radio style, right here. Um, before we get into our next topic, which is going to be the the man who defeated Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, we're gonna we're gonna think about who is he gonna face at Mania and what makes sense on that side of the things. Right now. You're listening to Road to WrestleMania. It's a it's a show uh, provided to you by Chairshot Radio Network, and that was a great transition into a commercial. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I think mentally I'm still trying to get comfortable with the title of this show, so... That's my. It's okay. It's that's, it's, that's my yeah, excuse. We're all on that road. That's my excuse. Uh, you, you guys, you guys see the description. You know what it's called. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, PC Tunny, Greg DeMarco, with you this weekend. I hope everybody enjoyed Royal Rumble. We did. We loved it. Go ahead and uh, add us on Twitter or Facebook and strike up a conversation. We're always more than willing to do that. Uh, 
go ahead and at Chairshot Media on Twitter there as well. You can find everything that drops from the Chairshot.com there. Ray or Greg will respond to you over there as well. But at Chairshot Greg and at PC Tony are a good place to start as well. Bobby Lashley. I don't know. I right now I think it's up in the air. Is this could this be the multi-person match at WrestleMania? So here's my concern, and this is this is what happened. This is where my concern came in on SmackDown. Why the hell was Biggie moved back to SmackDown? Like I don't get it. Like like I'm watching SmackDown and they're like Biggie's officially back on SmackDown. I was like fuck. Like I picked Biggie to win the Rumble, and once they announced he was moved to SmackDown, I knew that wasn't happening. Sure. Because it made no sense. Why move him to SmackDown just to have him win the Rumble unless it was a red herring? I feel like Biggie's now out of the title picture for a little bit. And, 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 and there was also no mention of Xavier Woods. And I think the new day graphic was just Biggie and Kofi. So I don't know what's going on there either. Uh, a different topic for a different time. I, I just don't know what to think about that. Cause I assumed we were going to get Biggie and Bob. I really did. Unless we get Biggie and Goldberg at WrestleMania, which I could see as well. Sure. Um, cause that's something I even predicted at the start of the year when I did my WrestleMania prediction article, I predicted Biggie and Goldberg, Based on his performances and based on the fact that he has essentially done the slow burn face turn now, I think we're going to get and, – and they'll tell the story. The story doesn't make sense right now, but it will by the time we get to WrestleMania. I think we're going to get Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania because Rollins is just too good to not put into that spot. Uh, right. Like you said, you know, Big E moving to SmackDown really was like weird. I thought this, I predicted the same thing. I'm like, Ian Lashley, E wins the Rumble. That was my prediction, right? Um, yeah. Even though I had to know in the back of, you did too, that Brock was going to win that fucking Rumble. Um, I, well, the I told someone that. Because I could have seen, I could have seen the Brock, you know, destroying everybody in the Elimination <laughs> Chamber. I could have seen a lot of things. Let me tell you something. S- Saturday at work, I, I made a, a believer out of out of a few people because I predicted exactly what was going to happen in the Royal Rumble to them when they were asking about betting odds. <laughs> I go, yep, Ronda's going to show up. She's going to win the Rumble. She's minus 150. Brock is whatever he is. I go, Brock's going to lose that title. Roman or the Usos are going to come in. And then Brock's coming out third. He's going to win the Rumble. So... Hopefully I'll get a couple of pats on the back at work there. But those weren't my official predictions. Those were just my predictions for people to go and watch the show. Anyway, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I love Lashley in this spot. AJ Styles, that could be a match as well. Yep, and that's something that I've seen a lot of. AJ, I was surprised when he came in number one in the Rumble. Uh, um, he did get a long run, which is good. Uh, it just surprised me a little bit when he was when he was number one in the Rumble, but AJ could be a great a great challenger as well. It could be the multi man match. You've got Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley. That'd be a hell of a match right there. And Lashley, as talented as he is, and he's amazingly talented, actually does quite well in the train wreck matches. He did really good at day one, sure, uh, which is most those same wrestlers. And so I could see that as well. I really could. I guess the last question for this topic is. Is Lashley even the champion going into WrestleMania? There's a, still a long road to go here. There is a long road to go. My guess is yes. Sure. Um, if I had to bet, I'd agree yes, with you. But yeah, who knows? Right. You know, right. who knows? Lashley, again, I just love that they, they they believe in Lashley the way they do. It's it's It was one of the pleasant surprises of last year, and, and I, it's something that has been great since then. Yeah, he he had to get it done himself to convince them as well to believe in him. But I think adding MVP to that situation, those two guys are just freaking gold. Was it was it on DWI where you guys said that like if Paul Heyman ever 
retires and MVP's pretty much got to play that role. Yeah, I was like, I said, Paul, yeah, when MVP's the next Paul Heyman. He really is, and he can get in there and wrestle on occasion. And again, who the hell knew? Pre-pandemic, MVP wasn't even the company. And then he comes in, and now it's it's you just never know. Like WWE, MVP, again, sometimes they give you what you want, sometimes they give you what you need, and MVP was what we needed. MVP was at a bar in Florida with Mike Knox watching Kofi Kingston win the fucking title at WrestleMania on a TV, and now look where he's back at. That's so funny. That's a true fucking story, by the way. I know. <laughs> Well, kudos to Lashley. Kudos to WWE. I mean, yeah, you might have known what was going to happen, but you didn't really know. No one really knows. No, we we can, we've been fooled so many freaking times. Um, and I love how the announcer, the announce team says freaking Rollins, and then the announcer last night said freaking Rollins. And I would imagine he did say that. Vince yeah, would like you to weird. say it. I would imagine Vince would like you to say freaking these days because that can just be freaking out. Freaking is fucking, and now we all know that. And I think they'll probably correct her and, and, <laughs> and fix that in the future. If we know WWE right. the way we do. So I think that'll be altered soon enough. Um, again, and, and I, I mentioned this in the column as well. Well, two weeks ago she was on NXT and now she's announcing WWE in a football stadium. Like what a crazy, crazy world we live in sometimes. I thought she did a great and job. She did. She did fantastic. And Again, Pat McAfee, oh, like, he's the best national treasure. Ah. He he pointed that out. He she did an announcement. He he she did the Rumble rules, and McAfee was like, she killed it. Like, cause he knows he knows that she's new. Like like he's just, you know, he doesn't he another one who doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, um, uh, just just so good. Him so dan- good and everything. Him him dancing on the announcers table when Shinsuke comes out is just amazing, right? That, that that got the crowd going. That was one of the loudest nights, uh, parts of the night was the crowd doing the oh, yeah. and they haven't done that in a while. No, it, it was great with the stadium and everything. Who knew that Rick Boogs had a theme song? I had no idea, so that was exciting as well. <laughs> I think um, I figured when he came out, he would just come out to. You said um, it wrong. I did. It was weird. It's a Rick. weird bad moment. <clears throat> bad moment for Michael Cole. Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> came out, comes out, and Michael Cole actually says, "Oh, normally we see Rick Boogs." But he's got a while to wait before he comes out or something like that to tell us that Michael Cole knew the order, you yeah. know, and, and, and just the way he revealed that small little thing, not a huge deal, but definitely jumped out at me. Yeah, you wouldn't expect Michael Cole to make that mistake. <laughs> yeah, but then McAfee said something and Cole cracked. He was like, that was a good one. So, yeah, Pat McAfee's a national treasure. I, Cole is over even, and over again. Cole's even been on record as saying, like, Pat McAfee's enthusiasm for the business has reinvigorated him, you know, yeah. and, you know, not oh, that yeah. he never fell out of love, but he's enjoying work even more, you know, I think about if you do anything for as long as Michael Cole has done that, what did he debut in like 97 or something? It's, it's you know, 25 years. He he's a vice president with the company now. He's interviewing yeah. the rock backstage. Yeah. And now here he is, you know, sitting at a table with Pat McAfee and yeah, I think Matt, Pat McAfee's invigorated a lot. He's a fan at ringside, and that's what he's always supposed to be, and it just worked out so well. So where are Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, or where are Michael Cole and Pat McAfee headed on the all-time list of professional wrestling announcing crews? So it's interesting. Um, They're they're definitely climbing the list slowly. Um, I don't know where they're at on the list. I – because it's so hard to compare. Everybody always jumps at, you know, Gorilla Monsoon and, and Bobby Heenan. They jump at, you know, 
King where Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura might have been better. Who knows? I like them um, better, actually. You know, everyone loves Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler, but go back and watch some of the editions of Raw that were Jim Ross and Paul Heyman. Those were better, in my opinion. So it's it's really tough to to say 100%, but if they do this for several years, and, and McAfee's history, he hasn't done a lot of things for several years. He tends to bounce around, but he just signed a four-year deal with FanDuel and all that stuff, so maybe he's settling in. If they do it long enough and, and he stays a fan, which I think he will, because that's where the money is for him, um, I think they could definitely be a top five duo in the end. He's only there on Friday. He like he only works Fridays for him, right? Yeah, he works Fridays and, and pay-per-views, and that's right. it. And he literally does his show on Friday morning. They recorded earlier than usual. Hops on a private plane, flies into wherever, and 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 then does SmackDown, and then sometimes he flies home that night. Sure. So, yeah. It's, well, it's you know, except for the one time they were in Indy, but he's living the dream again, and and it's worked out. Um, I really thought when Bad Bunny hit the hit the Puerto Rican destroyer. I thought Pat McAfee might say something about how he knows how that feels, baby, or something like that. Like, I could have seen McAfee do that. McAfee's talked about Moxley. McAfee's the one, the mm. first one that mentioned Impact Wrestling with Mickey James. Like, McAfee can get away with those things. Um, and he and Adam Cole still talk shit about each other. Like, it's it's just amazing. Um, but, but, yeah, but, again, a great performance. I was really hoping when, when the Raw team basically did every match in the middle of the show, like – McAfee and Cole did the opener with Rollins and Reigns. Then it was all Raw team, which I kind of noticed as we were progressing. I was like, okay, that tells me that McAfee and Cole are going to do the women's. Because I think McAfee and Cole only did like one match at day one. Um, I was like, okay, that means McAfee and Cole probably going to do the men's Royal Rumble match. And it was good. It, it was just good to get that fan's perspective in there. I liked it. Let's talk quickly about things we didn't get. We already mentioned Asuka, right? We're talking about announcing crews. We didn't – a lot of speculation Corey Graves was going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, we didn't get that. You're right. Um, um, Paige is cleared. People, a lot of people thought she she was plus nine hundred. She was one of the top five betting odds people to win the Royal Rumble last night. That shows you how good those things are. Well, they had the winners right though. They did. Yeah, they did, and they usually do. Um, but yeah, you were you were right there. It, it's it's interesting. Paige, I mean, again, kind of like Lita. Like, what do you do? How do you do it? Where does it fit? You just don't know. I mean, you know, that's it, a, it, just, it has to fit somehow. I think that that's like a primetime player coming back, though, with Paige. If she can do, yeah. you know, if she can have matches like Daniel Bryan or Christian or Edge, right? Um, you know, like, how how old is the chair shot now? Since 2017, so. Okay, so probably in 2018, maybe, you and I were having a conversation about all these people that were out with neck problems, and we were like, this person could come back, this person could come back, but these people, Christian, Paige, these people could never come back. And now here we are, amazingly, that all these people are cleared, and 90% of them are wrestling again. It's medicine, you know, it's modern medicine does, does the thing. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So. But wrestling is is better for it, so we'll, we'll take it. And we're going to take another commercial break here as you listen to The Road to WrestleMania right here on ChairShot Radio Network. PC Tunney and Greg DeMarco hollering at your earballs. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. 
Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in everything Chairshot Radio Network. If you like what you're listening to, you're going to love what you can wear if you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Plenty of great designs, plenty of things that will get you noticed at your next wrestling event or whatever you're doing out and about. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick them up in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. They make a great gift as well. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And real quick, I just want to point out that the new shirt that I'm waiting for Christopher Platt to notice over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. The all-new Nefarious Means shirt. Oh, really? I have, man, I haven't Italy. been there in a while. i got to go check it out. Yeah. All-new Nefarious Means. <clears throat> I like it. It should say, like, Melon Farmer underneath it, too, or something. <laughs> that can always be changed. <laughs> Where are my Melon Farmers at? Anyway, the road to WrestleMania. The last thing we want to talk about today, because we plan on doing this. We plan on doing this maybe pretty much every week as we go towards the road to WrestleMania. The lineup could change a little bit one week. You could have myself and another guest from the chair shot. Another week you'd have Greg and, and another person uh, from, from a different radio network. So we'll see what happens. We're going to try, yeah, and have a, try and have a real good time with this. I'd imagine you'll see Platt or Patrick O'Dowd or Aesop Mitchell or Mags or Ray Cash or, or any of those guys along the way as well. Maybe a Belay here or there. Um, more than one day a week with them guys though. No, I'm just kidding. I love them. Um, <laughs> celebrities or big names at WrestleMania. We talked about bad bunny and how much we enjoyed that. You got any early, uh, any birdies telling you anything early, any, any, any hunches early on who's not in WWE right now that would make sense to have a match at mania or a celebrity that could show up. Well, one thing that, that bad bunny should teach us is that, they, they, they're not averse to bringing people back if they get them a good push and they get them a good good notice. And some of the biggest stars in social media right now are the Paul brothers. Logan Paul involved in last year's WrestleMania. I could see him. Great, I don't know heels. where he's at with, with the fighting and everything right now. But him and Kevin Owens, I mean, that that's an easy thing to do. Owens being re-signed, I think that could work. I mentioned the Bill Goldberg thing. I don't know if he would count, but I could see Goldberg coming back for, for his last match because he's got one more left on his deal. Doing that at WrestleMania, um, there, there's a lot that, that you could do. I think Johnny Knoxville is probably done um, with the whole Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn thing. You just never know, but it's WWE. That's what WWE does. Like they get those big name celebrities. So I would be down to have to, to see that happen. Um, but yeah, I, I've my gut instinct all along has been Logan Paul and Kevin Owens being part of WrestleMania. I have no reason to think that, but except for just gut instinct. So we'll see. You said his name three times. I had to play it. But you got to go Goldberg I, and Biggie. Yeah, I agree 100%. I like that. Um, a lot of talk about uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, I could, I don't know what his fighting schedule is right now. Um, I could definitely see Tyson Fury free coming back into the company. I'd love um, to see Floyd Mayweather he, come he, back. Yeah, why not? What's he what doing? What is he doing? So He's not going to get hurt yeah, doing I mean, it. I mean... Uh, it's just interesting. People that aren't in WWE right now that aren't wrestling full time or under contract. I, I don't know. Who could you see? I, uh, 
does a Braun Strowman or a Bray Wyatt ever come back to WWE? Man, I would have loved if Wyndham Rotunda would have entered the Royal Rumble last night. I think that would have been fucking amazing. Um, I've I've been expecting Braun Strowman to come back. Mm -hmm. And and I do think he comes back at some point. I don't know when. I don't know how. It just seems to make sense that Braun would be back with the company at some point. I just – it's been a gun. He just doesn't fit anywhere else for me. He Mm -hmm. really doesn't. And and so I do think Braun is one that that we're going to see back in the company, back in the fold at some point. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting though. You always end up with somebody new in entertainment that wants to come in as well that you've never mm-hmm. had before. So there's there's tons of different things that could happen out there. You know, Vince McMahon always has his mind going. The guy doesn't sleep apparently, but good for him. He's old. I heard the older you get, the less you sleep. Oh, maybe that's what's happened to Vince. Vince never slept a lot anyway. And here's the other thing, like. A lot of these people will come to WWE. It's, it's sure. not even WWE having to reach out to them. I think Bad Bunny was probably something that w- was initiated by, you know, Bento himself. I have a feeling that that's where that came from. Um, they're in demand and and they're, you know, being associated with WWE helps you in, in whatever aspect of entertainment you're in. And so I could definitely see that, you know, coming into play as well if somebody needs to needs to push something. Uh, Goldberg, like you did, I love. I think that's going to happen. And and overall, I can really see, uh, you know, I just feel like these are not one-off relationships anymore, which is why I keep going back to the Paul brothers. But, yeah, we will get somebody. We don't need it. That's the thing. But I think we'll get it. All right. I got one last thing for you. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. In your opinion, man. Do we see The Rock at WrestleMania? I think not. I really don't think we do. Um, I just think he's too busy. And 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 I don't think we're getting The Rock at Roman at WrestleMania next year, to oh, be fully honest on. with you. I um, want to see it again. I, I want The Rock to see it. end the show. Roman wins at WrestleMania the second night. Rock's music hits. Rock comes out and says what he said last time. If you have that belt a year from now, it's me and you. I, I think I would love it. I would love out. it. I would love to see it. I have a near nervous um, breakdown. It's like breaking into chills and thrills for of joy here, crying. No, um, but yeah, I don't know. Bye, Tony. Sign me up. <laughs> anything we didn't get to today that you want to talk about? Get off your chesticles. Anything from Royal Rumble or moving forward here, or that's happening on the Chairshot.com. No, I mean Chairshot.com. Obviously, continue to follow along. Lots of great things, all the great podcasts and, and, and articles and so many more. Uh, like I said, I did do a, do a live review of the Royal Rumble, so you get my thoughts as well as some live reactions and bullet point form for those. Um, very excited there. Um, if you didn't like the Royal Rumble, I don't know if you're going to like the rest of the road to WrestleMania or WrestleMania. Um, and, and then maybe, you know, continue to watch some other things. But again, just just go in and try to have a good time. That's the key to enjoying the WWE product is, is wanting to. And and I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. The only reason people love AEW so much is because they want to and, and they tune in expecting to like it. So if you tune in expecting to like the WWE, you will. And if you tune in expecting to hate it, you will. So just go into these things with, with an open mind that I think you can enjoy what's supposed to be the best time of the year to be a wrestling fan. I love it. Well said. I'm not going to follow that. Let's get out of here. Tell everybody where they can find you and what days they can listen to you. At Chairshot Greg on social media, all of your forms of social media. Of course, Wednesdays, I am on the Greg DeMarco Show. 
don't know where that name came from, as well as the hashtag Miranda Show. Also, don't know where that name came from. And with, with you know both of those shows, Patrick O'Dowd, Miranda Morales, definitely listen and, and have a good time there. Um, other than that, yeah, just just follow along and, and have a good time with all the great great programs we have. We have just an amazing lineup: wrestling, non wrestling, you name it, we have it. So, yeah, be a part of it. Quick uh, announcement: DWI Podcast has adopted uh, three and a half years of content. Uh, <laughs> that's come out of my brain. We're going to review Seinfeld one episode at a time, starting with the very first episode next week on DWI podcast. So you can expect that every week for the next three and one half years. That's amazing. Yeah, kudos to you guys for doing that. I'm excited to listen. I might, you know, it's, it's hard for me to commit to watching a show, right? It just is like, like time is such a thing. I could watch an episode of Seinfeld a week. 22 Anybody minutes, can. 22 minutes. It's on Netflix, folks. That's why we're doing yeah. it. So it should be fun. It should be interesting. I, I, I hope it goes over well. Um, but like Greg said, everything chair shot, uh, the chair great place for uh, reviews uh, of pay-per-views and, and following along with television shows. Um, it, uh, why is his name escaping me right now, Greg? One of our best tools in our arsenal. Um, Stephen Mitchell. Thank you. Oy vey. I'm not going to take the time to edit that out. Uh, Mitchell is freaking yeah. amazing, and we love him. And I'm sorry for getting your name, Mitchell. Uh, Steve Cook, Andrew Belaz as well. Those guys do a wonderful job on the writing side. Tons of great things over there. Greg DeMarco, he throws some interesting stuff in there as well. Bandwagon Nerds, they got some great reviews. So check all that out. Follow me at PC Tunney, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, that's all I got this week, Greg. I think uh, I want to encourage everybody to listen to this show probably the same time next week. Uh, the Road to WrestleMania will continue with myself, Greg DeMarco, and other likely stars of the chair shot. But for now, we're going to have to bid you adieu. Thank you for listening. And like Greg said, enjoy professional wrestling. If you don't like it, don't watch it. No one wants to listen to you, bitch. This is the Road to WrestleMania right here, Chairshot Radio Network. Greg DeMarco, PC Tunney. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.